Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor. And you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm on a quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? And today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Michelle Lee Malo. Michelle, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing today. So Michelle Lee Malo delivers an appetite for sanity to entrepreneurs and corporate go-getters needing to make a change in their lives and businesses. As a coach, she creates strategies in personal branding, marketing, career, and business acumen for her clients. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Michelle, I mean, um, last time I spoke to you, you know, I I really, really thoroughly enjoy our conversation. I love your energy and everything you're about. So um, I want you to share your story. Tell us who Michelle Lee Milo is. Where are you from? How did you get started? Absolutely. It's Malo. Malo, so, okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all the time. And I, I, I feel like Malo are, is that as exciting as Malo because that's bad <laughs> Spanish. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I started in corporate America, you know, Fortune 500, Kraft, Kellogg's, all those things kind of climbing the ladder like you're told, you know, in corporate and whatnot. This is what you do. Here's the next step. Go and go. And I, I ran brands from Oreo to Oscar Mayer and mm. just had an, an amazing time really learning, you know, the go-to-market process, marketing, branding, you know, looking at trending and all those things, which was great. But I always had to ask myself, why do I not seem happy? Mm. <laughs> you know, like my, my corporate career was going well, friends and family, all of that. But really, there was something missing. And so fast forward, I, I threw everything into my career. But with that being said, I also gained so much weight that I was over 300 plus pounds. Oh, wow. And I decided that I had to make a change because I was one of the sickest 28 year olds you'd ever meet. And so I had to have surgery to basically save my life, losing 170 pounds. And then I started to gain this confidence in myself, right? Like, okay, I did this, you know, now I can start to own what I am and who I am and who I can serve. Mm -hmm. And so that's where kind of fast forward a few more years, I decided that other corporate colleagues were also not happy, A, within a lot of places in their lives, in their relationships, in their health and wellness, in their careers. And when anything's off kilter, everything else is off kilter, right? It's just... Indeed. Yeah. So I left to actually become a personal trainer. I did wow. that for five years, built a health and wellness business, but then decided, you know what? I really need to help people, you know, figure out their businesses and all that, because I was basically doing business plans for people while I was telling them, you know, more push-ups, you know, a few more stuff. <laughs> so it kind of evolved into this, this thing. And then of course, COVID hits. And there's another pivot, right? So I decided to actually change from more corporate consulting and, and helping those folks to really helping people upscale their career, to find their why, 
to find their their people, you know, that who they can help and who they can serve, and then either upscale their careers, upscale their businesses, or help them start something completely and entirely new, so awesome. that they can come out. It's it was. I'm just so happy that I can help people. When when my clients call and they say they got that job, they made the transition, they've lost weight, or anything like that, it just makes my heart happy. <laughs> there you go. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. So, so Michelle, um, Let's hear a little bit more about your childhood. So would you say your childhood upbringing um, basically has basically ha created a direct effect on who you are at right now as a person? Yeah, 100%. I actually come, my, my folks got divorced when I was four. Okay. Um, my dad had actually, um, I love my dad and we're, we were good, but he cheated on my mom and, and left. And uh and I also, I think from that, that's part of where the weight thing started. The trauma. Yeah, I because I, I compensated with food, and that's a trigger for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a very heavy child and got bullied just relentlessly growing up and in grammar school. So I always root for the underdog because I felt like I was always under someone's foot, like I Understood. didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that even carried all the way through, you know, into when I got married and was in a very verbal abusive relationship for 20 years. Oh, wow. So this has been, a, this has been an evolution of, of me finding my voice, but also helping others find their voice. And that's why I'm so passionate because I don't want anyone to have to be 48 and finally figure it out. You know, or I mean, it's been a few years back that I figured out. But so, so you're basically, yeah. so Michelle, so you basically, um, you've turned your experience, your trauma, and you've you basically have, you've utilized that experience to provide value to others who are experiencing um similar something similar, correct? Absolutely, it's all about the empathetic ear. And really understanding and listening to people. And I'm not just saying hearing. I mean listening, active mm -hmm. listening to find out the root of they might have a lot of stuff going on and they'll throw that at you. But then when you really start to ask the deeper questions, you start to get to the root of the trigger and what's really been happening. Because once you uncover that and you do it with empathy because they know you've been there, no judgment, then that's when the healing can begin. Yes, indeed. And especially when you're working with um, high achievers, right? Because most high achievers, they tend to um, bottle up and keep things to themselves, right? They're very, very tight, tight um, woven when it comes to how they um, operate. So by you being empathetic 
and being vulnerable, you basically you're giving them you you're giving them the opportunity to also share, right? Absolutely so, in a so safe I, in a safe space. Yeah, absolutely. Space, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's powerful right there. It is. And I'll I'll tell you, you know, my strongest leaders, you know, have been through some stuff. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. I mean, one of the strongest people in my life is my mom. Mm -hmm. And right now she's going through cancer. Oh, wow. And I got to tell you that she's so used to being that strong person, you know, the matriarch kind of, of the family and all that. And she keeps bottling up that she's fine. She's good. It's all, you know, but I know deep down that she's not, you know, she's struggling with not being that strong person for everyone be and asking for help. And so I'm trying to break that with my family right now to break in with her to let her know that it's okay to be a little bit scared right now. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I find it quite fascinating as coaches, we work with so many other people, um, and we help to guide them towards success. But when it comes to our family, sometimes that's like the hardest, the hardest, uh, um, thing to, to change, right. The hardest people to change. Um, because it's so close to us and oftentimes because we're so close, they don't take us seriously. <laughs> right. I'm still the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Even though people pay, pay a thousand of dollars to help transform their life. So just keep on chipping away. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you will get to her eventually. I appreciate you for that. Yeah. yeah that's, so, that's so um, Michelle, I want you to tell us who do you coach primarily? Absolutely. I generally coach uh, people in the corporate sector and a lot of them, because they have been displaced by COVID and, and other different things that are happening in the world right now and really trying to find their, their new purpose. So it's definitely like mid managers up to C-suite okay. um, and also entrepreneurs that are looking to either revitalize their business, reposition their business or just they've always had that spirit and they're ready to start that business. Nice, nice. Okay. And um, how long have you been coaching? Like, how long have you been um, working with these clientele and just in the coaching space in general? In, in general, I've been doing it over 10 years. 10 years. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Season veteran <laughs> over here. There we go. <laughs> and I did it all through even corporate. I was always the leader and I always took on the interns and, and yeah. coached on all the new folks. So it's always been in my blood to just kind of help people along. <laughs> There you go. There you go. So what's your, what's your, your coaching style like, right? I mean, I've worked with various um, coaches and I've experienced various coaching styles. What's your coaching style like? How you how can you describe your style of coaching? Yeah, uh, I've got the nickname of um, Mama Melo. <laughs> <laughs> so nurturing. <laughs> I am very nurturing, like I said, and empath empathetic, but you also need to know now I'm not going to give you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear mm. with very like slight nudge. And I'm going to keep moving you forward because we got to keep the accountability because if I'm going to be a coach and allow you to go back and continue patterns and habits, I'm not helping you. Mm -hmm. So I will listen and I will be there. And again, trying to really look at the different things because uh, there's some coaches that here's my program. See, I don't believe that there's a set program because everybody has a set of needs that are very, yeah. very different in backgrounds. Everyone's different. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody's different. So I don't want to say, here's your five steps to, you know, this. And, you <laughs> know, I, I have some methodologies that I'll, I'll, I'll plug and play based on what 
I hear, like I said, because that's the biggest thing. I'm always going to go back to the act of listening, really get to the root of it. And then you have to make a real strategic plan with that's time-based so that we can continue to move folks forward. I'm going to give you space with grace if you're going through something for a minute because we need to get you out of that to keep you moving forward. And I don't want my people to say, to stay in an angry state or sad or wherever they're at. So, so we, we definitely have to deal with the demons, but we're going to exercise the demons. <laughs> there we go. Michelle, let, let's talk, let's, let's talk um, about what you just mentioned about time base. How important do you believe setting a time frame is when it comes to working with clientele? Let, let, let's, let's, let's talk about that a bit more. Let's dive into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm a true believer in milestones because if you throw kind of, I want to say, if you kind of throw up on people with everything that they need to do, a lot of times they'll just be very overwhelmed and then nothing absolutely gets done. So I like to break down accountabilities and set that up. But then before I get off the phone, I'm like, all right, what? Give me a verbal agreement that that you're cool with where we're at. And now let's make that next meeting so that we can keep on track. And they also have full accessibility to me to send a text, send an email, get on a quick call because something happened because something always happens, right? <laughs> so, but but again, it's the okay, well, how are you doing on timing since A happened or B happened? But I'm gonna push them. I'm not gonna give them a month. I'm gonna say, let's. The next week, let's re you know retouch base and see where we are and work through that and make a strategy to get her done. Yes, indeed. There we go. Okay, okay, that's great. Um, I mean, it's it's so important because sometimes people people become complacent, right? Um, if you give them too much time, <laughs> they become a bit complacent. So I'm glad you have that um, not only nurturing but that nudging um, aspect to your coaching. So um, as coaches. I know we work with a lot of different clientele, a lot of different personalities, yeah. um, a lot of energy. How do you unwind, right? How how do you take the time to focus on yourself and give mm -hmm. yourself the space to clear your mind so you could be able to produce more and, and become the best coach you can to your clients? Absolutely. Uh, I moved from Chicago to Arizona about a year and a half ago. Okay. So out, outside my window is mountains. So when I have, I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed. I generally will just take my earbuds and go take a walk outside. Um, I do have a morning routine that I try and, and do every day with a little bit of a meditation. I'm going to be the first one to say I'm so ADHD, the meditation, something I'm working on to try to calm <laughs> down. But I'm also a big sports fan. Um, so I love my football and baseball. My dad wanted a boy, I think, because I got a mitt when I was like four, played softball for 40 years. And, right. um, and so so I, I enjoy that. And I'm also an adrenaline junkie. So I enjoy, you know, riding motorcycles and things like that. So really? I just like I'm very active. I love the the um, national parks, kind of a nerd like that. So um, and just getting together with friends and sometimes just, you know, talking it out. Oh, now that we can get together a little bit more, I because I miss I miss my people and being able to hug them and see them in person. So I'm glad we're getting back on track with that. That's awesome right there, you know. Um being um like having a tight knit of friends and that social setting is so it's, it's so important because that human touch, right? The connectivity yes. is so so important. So I'm I'm glad you you have these various ways it means to unwind and de-stress. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm not going to like 
throw any shade because I'll tell you, there's moments that I have too that you just go, Ooh, I got to close the laptop and just call it a day. Sometimes you do just need to shut it down. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Cause I'll tell you, like everyone has seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Where they struggle. Cause again, as a coach, I have coaches because I need to continually get better, but I also know where I struggle. And sometimes I put so much into other people that my stuff gets put back. And so mm. I had to tell people the, how are you at on that? How are you doing on that? That book done? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so that's why I have many different people to also help me keep accountable so that I don't get caught up in everybody else's energy so that I can be better for everyone else. And they push me. That's the, the accountability circle. <laughs> that's it. Coaches eat coaches. If you're going to yes, sell indeed. it, you better be able to buy it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm exactly. A methodology on it for sure. <laughs> yeah. So if someone were looking for a coach, right? Like somebody that's a novice, they're looking mm -hmm. for a coach, but, but they have no idea what to look for. What traits would you advise for them to look for in this in their search? Uh, the biggest thing is please look for experience that matches what you're trying to solve for because there are a lot of coaches and and especially because a lot of people quit the workforce and yeah. said I'm going to become a coach well mm -hmm. that's great but make sure so if you're trying to start a business but no one had they don't have a business background you just kind of energies connection that's not going to you you're going to spend good money after bad on that. And, and I, I speak from experience because I did that. I made some emotional decisions versus intellectual decisions because I was going through some things. So network, talk to your friends. I always say, you know, especially some of these big gurus, be careful, you know, and, and make sure because sometimes the folks that are in your community or past colleagues or things like that and interview people because you're, you know, as much as they want to, you know, sell and, and, and I've got everything you need. Make sure that you feel comfortable. I, Cause I would say, if I don't feel like I've been friends with you for 20 years, that you're comfortable with me, then I might not be your person. Let mm -hmm. me show, introduce you to a few other folks, be completely transparent. And if you feel they're not and they're being real salesy, I would run for the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoa. That right there. You know what the funny thing is? I've interviewed a lot of coaches you are the first person to have mentioned that. Oh, okay. Well, people need to hear that because you yeah. can you can lose tens of thousands of dollars. They you get you get into what I call it's like almost like the spin cycle of their, mm -hmm. their groups. And you know, and you keep throwing more money and throwing more money. It's like, okay, well, have you actually looked at what you've accomplished? Mm. And it's just like, and all of a sudden, oh, you're doing great. You, we see you up and coming and they're blowing a lot of smoke, but you're not getting any fire. Mm. <laughs> so you gotta, be, you gotta be super careful with that. And just like I said, make sure that person feels like you can trust them. People you know, like, trust. That's it. Yes, 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 indeed. Whew. That was, <laughs> that was a, a pretty solid one right there. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's yes. a true mantra of mine. Like I say, my mess. Thank you, Oprah. My mess is my message, because I've been there, and I and if I can just shorten that learning curve for folks, mm -hmm. and like I said, you know, folks ever want to reach out, especially for some of these bigger guys. I know a lot of people in the industry. If I don't know them, I'll let it, you know. But I'll also just give you a little advice, right? And always yeah. don't don't spend the twenty grand. 
wait a hot minute when you get out of the excitement of the workshop or whatever, think about it. If it still feels like a good idea after a little research and talking to a few folks, you know, then go forward. I'm not saying not to, but just don't make an emotional decision. Yeah, definitely. So I have a rule, right? It's so the, my rule is education before implementation. Yes. That's my rule of thumb right there. And I had to go through a lot of headaches in order for me to adapt that rule. <laughs> right? I, I feel you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So, Michelle, it's storytelling time. All right. This okay. is like one of my favorite part of the whole podcast because I love stories. So I want you to tell us a two to three minute story where you help to take one of your clients through an obstacle and right towards success. Absolutely. I told you a little bit about my girl before, but she continues to amaze me. And like I said, met her about five years ago. And this is where I tell everybody, make sure you never know when someone's going to need you. You might've touched base two years ago mm-hmm. and they weren't ready for you or they weren't ready to make that change. Then all of a sudden they may just reach out because they've always in the back of their mind, you made an impression on them. So just re- you remember that when you're doing things. And so she called me, we had met at a workshop two years prior and she was a single mom, one of the strongest women I've ever met. And she's a musician, uh, singer, bassist, strong mama. I'm just, I, one of my dearest friends and she she couldn't even get off the couch because she was so much trying to work for her kiddos and get them through college. And, and she said, she goes, Michelle, when you're a mom, you can't be a broke musician, right? Mm. She goes, I've got responsibilities. And she was a truck driver to relocation, like did all the things to make sure her kids had everything that she could possibly get for them, especially education. Wow. So fast, fast forward, we slowly got her, you know, get back practicing the base, get just instilling habits and also just kind of getting her to believe in herself again. And you're not mom. You're also you, right? Exactly. And so slowly, but surely she started to, to do these things. And she, she gave me a phone call and she goes, I did it. What'd you do? She goes, I finally quit my job. I'm like, that's amazing. I said, well, what happened? And and she continued to get like smaller gigs and and things like that. But what really ended up happening, she calls me and says, I did another thing. I go, what'd you do? She goes, I tried out for the voice. Fast forward, top nine. Mm, That's big. And also became the spokesman and the, the voiceover for Walmart. And was just on the episode of Chicago Fire last week. So she is, and she was also on Empire. And I mean, so she's just killing it. And and I saw, I took a picture of her on the TV, like on Chicago Fire. I sent it out to my network. I'm like, you know, keep chasing those dreams, girl. I am so proud. Mama May looks proud. Be extremely proud. <laughs> oh, I want to cry about it because. Uh, it, it's everything. And to see her succeed and mm-hmm. walk, she's always had the power, but now she's walking in the power. And, and that's why all this stuff is starting to happen for her. Cause the talent was always there. It was just a matter of her really, really believing in it. And, and it had that much, you know, help in, in helping her accomplish that. Like I said, that makes my heart happy. And I have other stories. That's my biggest one, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's you know, but you know, other starting businesses and, and, and other things where they were afraid to do it. And I did it with them and then they just soared and 
like I said, that's that's my full mission in life is just make allow people to soar. Well, Michelle, um, this is why this segment of the podcast interview is my favorite because you get the chance to share your story, share your wins. And as I as I'm listening to you speak right now, you're so emotional because you are so passionate, you're so proud of what you helped achieve, you know. And yeah. this is why I love connecting with coaches because I get the chance to experience this. I get the chance to live vicariously through you, through your story, right? Wow. So this, you are a wonderful person. I appreciate you. I appreciate that story. And just continue to do what you do because you are good at it. But you, no, no, no. You're great at it. <laughs> I, I like to think so. I like to think so. There you go. But, that, but being good at it, and, and it's not like work. You know, we were at a networking event last night and I'm actually a business partner with someone who was going to be just someone who's going to coach with me and I was going to help her do some marketing, rebranding. And then once we got in it, she goes, nope, I want you to be my business partner. Wow. So she's this inventor, amazing, amazing woman. And she's like, I need the business aspect. And now we're, we're doing a thing and that's going to be big news later. But, but that's the whole thing for someone who worked four years to get a patent, do all these things to meet them. And within two meetings say, no, nah, I don't want to hire you. I want you to be by my side. I, I was speechless. I'm, I'm very honored for this opportunity with her yeah, too. You, you, definitely, you, definitely, you definitely left a huge, huge mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get this thing going because it's a monster, but it could be, it could be really, really life-changing for a lot of people so i'm excited for to see where this goes <laughs> right. awesome right there i'm looking forward to it too so michelle i know you are you are passionate i'm also passionate but you are extremely passionate which i love what drives you my people it's 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 every day when i know that i i a conversation or a meeting i have left them in a better place than we than we met I okay. and hearing and just hearing their wins, it makes me again. It's like a mama melo. I feel like I'm just this, this pride in them taking control and just seeing them do it. Um, and like I said, I'm there, but it's all them, you know. So I'm just yeah. a little bit of a push. I'm just the hey, thought about it this way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, they're basically the hero, and you're just the guy. You're just there. That's Right by the side, making sure they're not, you know, very off the path too far. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it. So, Michelle, what new projects are you working on right now? Do you have any new programs, any new books? Talk to us. Share with us. Uh, yeah, I actually, the first draft of my book um, is completed. So I'm in the editing stages of that. And it's called, um, it's going to be called Emerge. Um, mm. How to lose 185 pounds in one day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, about it's about shedding the weight that is holding you back. Trauma. Uh-huh. It's about trauma. Mm. And it's also about, you know, like again, that rug gets pulled out from under you, buy a new rug. It is okay. You don't get, need to stay with the old because it's familiar and comfortable. You see the wine stains and stuff on that rug and it got pulled. Don't be sad. You go get you a new one and let me help you do that. Ooh. Uh, so that's the book, and it's gonna kind of talk people through different ways and of, of doing that um, and never to be afraid and all the different, like we said earlier about how every aspect of your life weighs in on the other. They're, they're, they're just like tandem. Right. So, yeah. so that we have going in, like I said, I 
we'll have announcements. There will be a podcast called Sparking Results mm. that we are going to be launching um, Q1. But because of this other business entity and all of that, um, and I'm launching a few other projects under NDA right now, I can't kind of divulge right this minute. Understood. That's kind of not sidetracked me, but all of a sudden got my attention. So I, I, yeah. I need to help those folks get that launched and done. Um, and, and, and also just do the holidays in a little bit to really connect with family and whatnot. So yeah, you have a lot on your plate right now. <laughs> do, there's a lot going on right now. Plus I'm on the board of directors for Envision U um, from, um, Vict from Violence to Victory. Mm -hmm. And it's all about domestic violence and our programs oh, uh, wow. help people uh, restart their lives. We're working with different government agencies, uh, even uh, police officers and whatnot, so they can recognize, you know, if they go into a situation that they can recognize when there's a problem, when the person who's, who is, I always say it's the survivor, um, is afraid to say anything, but they can recognize what's happening. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of different uh, things we're doing with that also. So yeah, I have a lot going on right now, but I'm, no, I'm you're, you're making, you're making, yeah, you're making some great impact right now. You know, I love it. You know, I'm, I'm very impact um, driven and you're doing a lot of great things right now. Just, just make sure you don't burn out, please. All right. Make sure you continue to balance yourself out because you, you are, you know, we want you here for a long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's why, like I said, the, we're taking a little bit of time at the holidays going to do a road trip back, got a wedding and things like that. So it's going to be kind of a, a way to see the country. I got to drive from Arizona, Tennessee, you know, do that. But I'm hoping that that'll, you know, give me a chance to really re reboot and whatnot. So <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Self-care. Self-care is supposed to be the first priority. Awesome. So Michelle, if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to get to know Michelle Malo, right? Where can they reach you? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Actually, you can reach me on pretty much all uh, social media platforms at Michelle Lee Malo. And my okay. website, I'm finishing that up too. So it's another project I'm working on. A little bit of a rebranding on everything going on. But I'm a 1L Michelle and I'll be at, my website will be michelleleemalo.com also. So make it easy for folks to, to find me. And, and again, feel free to reach out. You know, if you, I offer a free hour of folks, if you just want to, again, chat and see if it's a good fit um, or just because you want to chat because I'm a people collector and I love that too. <laughs> So. Well, I, I love that. I, I love that. Um, I, I love. I love that term. That's new. A people collector. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Because it's all about who you surround yourself with. Your relationships. Your, your people. Absolutely. Almost everything that's come about, good and bad, has been the relationships I keep. So, so that's why I'm always open to, you know, especially if if anything I've said sparks or it again with the domestic violence. If someone needs to reach out, we have services for that too because that's really prevalent right now so i just want to always make sure that if if you need me do that linkedin is probably the the i check that the most because i'm working yeah. branding and stuff with people to be fully honest um but facebook any of that stuff i will respond for sure awesome awesome great great so michelle thank you for coming on today's episode of how may i serve you and thank you for sharing your story your story was such an incredible one. I love your energy. I love your passion. And I love, I just, I just love everything you're about, right? You're so authentic in the way you approach life. And also, I'd like to give a special shout out and thanks to all our listeners and viewers. And 
Last but not least, the show, how yes. may I serve you? Keep it. I told you I'm a people collector, so I would love to keep in touch. And also, if you have anyone that needs any help, you know, I'd love to collaborate with you, you know, and so that sometimes when, you know, two minds are better than one. If you're ever needing any kind of anything, know that I'm here. I appreciate that, Michelle. Thank you. You're and welcome. once again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. And if you enjoyed today's episode of How May I Serve You, please feel free to share it with others that will benefit. And I'll see you next week. Much love. Take care. And always invest in yourself. We're out.